Today we're talking about Iowa's cold caucus kicking off the election season, U.S. and Britain's continued strikes on Houthi rebels in Yemen, Taiwan's presidential election, and other top news for Monday, January 15th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over today. Here's the quote of the day. The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. Martin Luther King Jr. Let's get started with some espresso shots. Hang your yard signs. Election season has begun. Today is Iowa's Republicans caucus for their preferred candidates. Democrats caucus is March 5th. Unlike a primary, a caucus is an in-person meeting where speeches are made on behalf of each candidate and then votes are cast. Recent polls show former President Trump with a commanding lead, 48%, followed by Nikki Haley, 20%, and Ron DeSantis, 16%. But it's unclear if the weather will affect the in-person required voting. Parts of Iowa just got 25 inches of snow, and wind chill could hit negative 35 degrees tonight. Next up are New Hampshire's primaries on January 23rd, but it's complicated for Democrats. State law requires New Hampshire to hold the nation's first primary election, but the Democratic National Convention, or DNC, mandated South Carolina be first this year. So New Hampshire is voting first, but the DNC isn't counting its vote. Voting is an important and powerful way to create change. But as Christians, our hope is never contingent on the outcome of an election or the success of a political party. Psalms 121, 1 and 2 says, I lift my eyes toward the mountains. Where will my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Things in the Red Sea continue getting choppier. After weeks of Houthi rebels in Yemen launching drones and missiles on commercial ships in the Red Sea, a show of support for their brothers in the Gaza Strip, U.S. and U.K. militaries retaliated Friday and Saturday. Strikes hit nearly 20 Houthi sites, and President Biden said he would not hesitate to direct further measures. The U.K., U.S., and eight other countries issued a joint statement affirming the retaliatory measures calling the Houthis' attacks an unjustifiable challenge to the flow of commerce in one of the world's most critical waterways. Meanwhile, in the adjoining Gulf of Aden, search and rescue efforts are underway for two Navy SEALs who went missing during a mission unrelated to the Red Sea attacks last week. It's easy to become angry and indignant over world events but much more difficult to live with the tension of desiring change while simultaneously loving everyone involved. Followers of Christ are called to live in that tension, loving the very people they work against. Luke 6, 32 and 35 says, If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. But love your enemies. Do what is good and lend, expecting nothing in return. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High. Taiwan just elected a president whom China views as a severe danger to the territory's future. 
A record 71% of voters, 14 million people, turned out on Saturday to turn the island's current vice president, Lai Ching-ti, into the president-elect. Lai and his running mate, Xiao Bai Kim, previously a diplomat to the U.S., overcame two other candidates, earning 40% of the vote. Their victory is the third consecutive win for the Democratic Progressive Party, which champions independence and democracy for Taiwan. After the election, democracies across the world walked the diplomatic tightrope of praising Taiwan's robust democratic process without challenging the one-China policy. President Biden said simply, we do not support independence. China reiterated its claim to the territory and its opposition to Taiwan's separatist activities, with President Xi vowing that reunification is a historical inevitability. Just as many Americans view the outcomes of foreign elections with a certain level of detachment, Christians should view earthly political outcomes as secondary to the campaign of our eternal home, where we hold our truest citizenship. 2 Corinthians 5, 16, 19, and 20 says, So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them, and he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We love dads at TPO. Our jokes prove it. Make it a Heavenly Father's Day with a gift of the new Men's Daily Bible. He might never need Google Maps, but he'll love some spiritual direction from the Bible translation that's both accurate and readable. The new CSB Men's Daily Bible speaks to the unique responsibilities of dads, featuring excerpts about leadership, fatherhood, and more. To choose a Father's Day gift that will help him find truth, visit LifeWay.com and use promo code MDB50 for 50% off. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. The American Red Cross has declared an emergency blood shortage as the nation's blood supply drips down to a 20-year low. The flow of donations has decreased by 40% over the past two decades, including a sharp drop during the pandemic, and some hospitals warn the reduced supply may soon begin to delay emergency procedures. Got a surplus? Give blood. J.P. Morgan Chase made bank last year, posting record annual profits of $49.6 billion, thanks in part to a large inflow of new, wealthy clients. However, 2023 wasn't a boon for all banks. Citigroup announced that it'd be laying off 20,000 employees, 8% of its workforce, after losing $1.8 billion last year. Congressional leaders have reached a deal for another short-term funding bill. The House and Senate must vote on the continuing resolution before midnight on Friday to avoid a partial shutdown and fuel the government until March. Moderate Republicans support the negotiations of House Speaker Johnson, while his rightmost colleagues continue to push for more spending cuts. John Kerry is stepping down as U.S. Climate Envoy, a newly established cabinet-level position after three years. 
The former Secretary of State was one of the leading drafters of the 2015 Paris Climate Accords during the Obama administration and said he'll continue working on climate issues from other vantage points. Kerry also promised to help re-elect President Biden. At least 215 bodies have been discovered in unmarked graves behind a Mississippi state jail. The situation came to light after Dexter Wade, 37, was fatally hit by an off-duty police officer and buried there without his family's knowledge. An official said the field is used for those who went unclaimed, but families are now calling for a federal investigation. And that's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support and hope you have a great day. We'll see you on Wednesday.